ten toes in these Chuck T's. When it come down to it, still getting more money, more bitches, more love than a nigga screaming, fuck me. It's so beautiful, it's disgusting. When you figure it out, niggas wasn't all in, so the niggas is out. Shit hit the fence, see what niggas about. I heard misery loves company. It's no lie. It get lonely at the top, it's a chance you can drop, so they don't try. And I don't judge y'all, I know why. So don't shoot me down when I fly. On the road to the rich, it's a whole grip of niggas that are wrecked. Man, what a way to start off the first episode of this show. First off, let me holler. The marathon continues. Long live Nipsey Hustle. I don't think there will be a better way to start off this first episode of this podcast show than looking at the life of the late great Grammy Award winning Ermius Joseph Asgadon. Slauson Ave and Crenshaw Boulevard, South Central Los Angeles stand up. And shout out to Eritrea for the roots, by the way. So we're going to look at Nip's quest for greatness, the way he taught millions the importance of consistency, adding that with patience and long-term vision, and you were bound to be a winner in this game called life. So as I mentioned in the intro, I know for my part, I am somehow weak when it comes to being consistent in doing something. And this is the first time I'm really going to apply myself to go ahead and do that and follow in the steps of the late, great Nip and one of the greatest rappers alive. Lil Tunchi, Tunchi, Lil Wayne, Wheezy out of here, you feel me? I mean, the man is a straight legend, man. The reason why hip-hop moved forward in that age and time was because of Lil Wayne and what he was able to do for the culture at that point in time. I just went ahead of myself, man, and I just gave out a wrong ad-lib for an artist. Uh, Wheezy out of here is a producer. That's Young Thug's engineer. Shout out to him, by the way. I love the beats, bro. Uh, them things is fire. But I digress. So anyway, let's get into it. I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, kick back, relax. Let's get into it, man. The Talk about the history, Nipsey Hussle, where did the name come from? So he got his name from his entrepreneurial spirit. He was shining shoes at $2.50 to pay for school clothes at 11 years old. I don't know no damn 11-year-old shining shoes to pay for school clothes. Most of the time it's like, yo, mama, can you help me get these nice school clothes, some school shoes and stuff like that? And the parents, will, of course, will come through. I'm not saying that. It's wrong to ask your parents for school clothes or anything that you need. It's their, it's their responsibility. That's why you're their child. But um, Nip's circumstances could not allow him to do that. So he had to go out and hustle for himself. And some of us find us in the same circumstances. Probably you're not from a well-off family where you're able to go and get anything that you ask for. Uh, but you try your level best to 
get out and make a name for yourself, get out and do something to better yourself as a person. And to that point, I just want to salute you whether wherever you're listening to this from, because man, you're amazing. That that's that takes a lot of courage to step out as a youngin to hustle for yourself for things that you need and taking the pressure off your parents because um, they're not able to do some things for you. So shout out to you. So in 14, he was in the streets with the Rolling 60 Crips. I mean, that gang life, man, anything you got to do to put food on your table or get the newest drip and stuff like that, you will do it. And as a young person, you're bound to make some mistakes. Uh, Getting involved with gangs is, of course, not something that I uh, condone or advocate for, but Man, you got to do what you got to do, straight up. So he had to switch it up, man. I mean, that gang life can get you killed. You might lose your life out here in these streets. So he got in the studio and he started dropping mixtapes. And he started selling these mixtapes and he started building a name for himself. So long story short, he got signed to Epic Records. And I'm going to say this, right before dropping his debut album, the label cut him. I mean, that is devastating. For me, just reading that, I was like, man, if it was me, man, I'd probably just go to my bed and just lie down and feel beat down. But, you know, as the nip is nip, man, and he was able to muster his courage and, you know, be a man about it. He started, he said, man, nothing going to hold me back. I'm going to be a great artist and I'm going to do it my way. So, I mean, right there and then, he would have given up. Hell, most of us would have, including myself, but... He kept linking up with YG, The Game, Ross, Wale, and he kept making music, appearing as a guest rapper on their tracks, you know, just perfecting the craft, you know what I mean? So he came up and dropped this ambitious project, a mixtape for $100 a copy by the name of Crenshaw, which he limited to 1,000 units. I know what you're thinking, $100 for a mixtape, I mean, you can keep that, I don't care, but that stuff worked. Jay-Z, the Jigga Man, was so impressed by it that he went ahead and bought 100 copies. $10,000, 10 grand right there. And the rest is just stuff of legend. 24 hours later, all units have been sold out. 100 grand after it was all said and done. I mean, if it was me, man, I'd pull up to Epic Records and be like, yo, bro, uh, cash me outside. Oh, and uh, I know you salty right now. I know you salty. Some of that money that you was trying to hook me up with in terms of label money, man, that's what I used to wipe my ass now. Once again, I digress. So in an interview with Rap Raider, Nip said the reason he chose to charge $100 a copy and only start with 1,000 units is, I quote, because I tailor my music for those who are listening, end of quote. So this is the first lesson about business, entrepreneurship, side hustles, etc. that I was able to pick up from Nip. In this age and time where attention spans are limited to 8 seconds or less, it's really important to focus and double down on a community that you belong to, your niche or your tribe, and solve the problems or sell them products that help them solve the problems. Because you are part of that, you understand that. And you are able to relate to some of the uh, problems that they are going through. So let me break it down for you. So Reddit is a massive online community with subreddits. And there's some interesting 
groups and subreddits uh, that you can find in there. So say, for example, you got LGBTQ, you got single parents, you got people who fucked up today, and so on. Bet anything that you can think of in terms of community, there's something for that community on Reddit. So if you're a girl, maybe it's a cruelty-free makeup, which is a big thing right now. Uh, if you're into smoking weed, there's a cannabis community, a CBD oil community, all that kind of stuff. And this is where your business ideas will come from because guys upvote and discuss their problems all the time. So Nip is one of the earliest adopters of this method, and it made him a ton of cash because he stayed true and made music for his tribe. So that's the first example of niching down, targeting your audience, and serving them in the best way possible. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, I'm married to this gang, that's who I made my wife. Said I'd die alone, I told that bitch she probably right. One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes I don't know a nigga like myself I say self-made, meaning I design myself County jail fades, you can pull my foul yourself Spy rays, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself nah. and Damn right, I like the life I built I'm from West Side 60, shit, I might got killed Standing so tall, they think I might got stills Legendary baller like Mike, like Will and this song is so fire. The way Nip gets into that cut, he goes ahead and murders that beat like it's nothing. I just love that song. It just makes me want to go ahead and grind. I hope it makes you feel like grinding right now. So anyway, back to it. Nip was on that Migo Gang no label tip before even Migo Gang came in the picture. He had his own stable, produced and sold his own music, 100% owned by him. And to me, that's freedom. And that's lesson number two. Going ahead to invest in yourself before anything else. You made some money? Okay, cool. Make sure you invest in yourself. If you don't know what this means, basically, it's the first principle that is in uh, Rich Man, The Richest Man in Bab Babylon. I think uh, that's the name of the book, man. It's a great book. So, basically, it just they just go ahead and speak this Victorian English. Uh, the whole thing is just extremely hard if you're reading. I like the audiobook much better. Because the narrator just goes ahead and makes everything much simpler. But, you know, it has thy, uh, thy shall not go ahead and get into thy purse to fetch thy coin. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, it's just some intense Victorian English, but it's really dope. The lessons in it are extremely, extremely important. So what they go ahead and talk about, you know, the book and Nip is being the first person to believe in yourself and not waiting for anyone else. What I mean by this is uh, you are able to go ahead and take a chunk of your money and pay yourself by either saving up or setting aside your cash to educate or spend that bread on something that you love doing. You know, basically a hobby that probably will make you some money and something that will get you to get better at your craft, more or less. And basically, it's doing this one brick at a time. This is what is called investment, you know, putting aside something now for later so nipsey went ahead and bought equipment built studios infrastructure when it might have been time to buy cars jewelry and spend on the finest clothes 
But in his own words, and I quote, it's about believing in what you're doing to the point that you invest in it. End of quote. I'll be honest with you. I had a hard time saving money. I mean, we all have those weaknesses. And for me, man, I love spending money. But I had to look back and see what I'm doing wrong, which, of course, was a lot uh, this day and time, especially now due to coronavirus. You know, people have lost their jobs. People are, you know, basically waiting on that stimulus check or things like that because, you know, they don't have jobs. And to me, that hit hard. So I went ahead and saw that if I'm always finding a way to spend on dumb shit, it's not going to be very long until I'm counted amongst those people that, you know, lost their jobs and now have to uh, go ahead and start doing some, you know, crazy stuff for, for a living. You feel me? So it's not until that I saw that fact that I'm a dumbass for always giving out my money freely instead of seeking ways to earn more that I stopped and started to save up money and actively seeking for ways to earn more money. So don't make the mistakes I did if you're in the same situation as I am or I was back then. Uh, if you earn $100, put some aside. I mean, on in the book, it's 10%. If you can put away 10% of uh, your earnings, you will be wealthier in no time. So if you think like I used to, you know, hoping for that breakthrough to break bank, uh, sometimes, you know, you always tend to come back to that. You're like, wow, I just can't wait for that breakthrough, that one event that will propel me into wealth and richness. I mean, it doesn't happen. It doesn't have happen like that, honestly speaking. You know, it always in your brain is something like if I had X amount, man, I just ball out. I just buy my mama a new car. I'm going to buy myself a crib. Uh, probably even get a drop head rose, yada, yada. You know, all those things, building castles in the sky and stuff like that. It doesn't work like that. Success is a series of applied successful bets that you have taken. Some of these bets don't work out and that's okay. The whole point is to keep going on, not stopping. Consistency, remember? Sorry to bust your bubble, bucko. If you're waiting on that one thing that will change your life, nope, that's not going to happen. And if it does, that's one in a million, probably even one in 10 million chance. Uh, of winning the lotto or I don't know getting somebody who's gonna you know give you man because I know people be like man man if Jeff Bezos man if he gave me just one billion man I'd be set for life <laughs> man ain't no way Jeff Bezos is gonna get in his bag and give you one billion dollars leave alone a dollar man that homie he's too busy with Amazon and the success to go ahead and start dishing out free money man even if it was me, uh, y'all gonna wait on that, bro. I'm not giving you nothing, man, straight up. I mean, and that's that's what it is, man. And essentially, that's what brings out to, to lesson three. Success is a marathon, not a sprint. So, it took Nip 10 years to drop Victory Lap. Man, one of the best albums I've ever listened to. 10 freaking years. I don't know if anyone can be that patient to drop a debut album. I mean, the first studio album. That's super tough. But in the interim, I mean, he was dropping mixtapes, tracks, doing collabs, you know, oiling the machine, networking with execs, making sure that he got the right clout in the right places. I don't want to call it clout, man, because he want no clout chaser. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and rename that. Uh, he was connecting with the right people. Uh, building the Nipsey Hustle brand. 
up until the time came and just like that you know one of his best ever projects got released in 2018 so the album went platinum 328,000 units sold I mean that's massive so in this point of the show I just want to go ahead and give a quick shout out to an up-and-coming brand that I really vibe with artsy tasty ke that's their Instagram handle they make vegan pastries like uh, if you don't like eggs in your pastries in your cupcakes in your cakes uh, that's their specialty man that's what they be doing uh, go check them out on Instagram make an order tell Lisa I sent you uh, if you're into that vegan life and you're in trying to actually make a difference in your diet and in your health uh, by not exploiting animals I respect you for that I'm not vegan myself but I uh, support the movement hey, ain't no time you gonna hear me hate on any other person because of the choices that you that they make in their life so Go ahead, check them out. I hope you enjoy uh, their stuff if you do order. Um, so what's up, man? That's what it is. It killed Dr. Sebi, he was teaching health. Fuck with Rick Ross, cause he teaching wealth. Dropped out of school, I'ma teach myself. Made my first meal on my own, I don't need your help. All black, Tom Ford, it's a special wave. City council meeting, they got hustle speaking. Billion dollar project, about to crack the semen. So one of our investments has become strategic. Summer around 18, such a season. About to make my partners look like ingenious. I mean, come on, man, you gotta love that. Five man, this man is all about black excellence, making people aware of the fact that you are rich by the investments that you make, not only in yourself but also in things that return value for your money. Not jewelry, not cars, not big houses, not all the shine, the drip, not Dior, not Montclair, none of that. It's all about making investments in things that we return you money so that you can live a happy life a comfortable life and even when you're gone your family can still be able to live off the sweat that you made or the sweat that you had i mean this man god bless his soul may he rest in peace he has inspired not only myself but a whole generation with his music my cousin put me on tmc way back and i fell in love with it because i mean he rocked with the rap purists lord knows what more he could have done especially as an activist for black lives matter in this period of time and through his music his legend will forever live on through his lessons and i'm just glad i got to be a part of the people that just go ahead and spread the message and dissect his music and apply it into entrepreneurship and wealth making and things like that so on that note, I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to share it with your friends, your family. I hope it serves you well in your quest to get to the next level and live the life of your dreams. Uh, once again, if you feel like uh, it inspired you, you can always at me uh, or you can DM me. My Instagram is at Stompy. That's S-T-O-M-P-Y underscore Amare, A-M-A-R-E. And when you hit me, I'ma definitely hit you back, man. That's for real. It's all love. Peace out from me. Have an amazing week. Take care. Stay safe, man.
Pull up in motorcades. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers are throw away. Hustle the overweight. That's why they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Cause I took control of things. Ballin' the solo way. And if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege. Slossin' that soldier race. Niggas don't know them days. Take you in back of the buildings. Make you expose your rage. Take you across the tracks. Make you explode the face. Now you official now. But you got a soul to say. I just been cooking.